0: TED Audio Collective
1: Every morning, I get out of bed, do a quick stretch, and spend at least a few minutes scrolling on social media to see what's happening in the world. And like any active social media user, I sometimes find myself feeling bombarded by all this news. It feels like a series of emergencies are happening at any given time. When you're scrolling through all of this, it's easy to read an article, reshare a tweet, or like a post to demonstrate solidarity and outrage and concern. But for Tiffany Ashley Bell, a software engineer turned social entrepreneur, her doom scrolling routine changed one morning after seeing reports about thousands of Detroit residents without water because of unpaid water bills. She decided to do more than read, click, and share. I'm Sherelle Dorsey, and this is TED Tech. (laughs) Tiffany Ashley Bell takes to the TED stage to share her story about tackling a human rights issue and to share her ideas on how we, everyday citizens, can use technology to play our part in changing the world. To learn more, visit odoo.com/tedtech. That's o d o o .com/tedtech. Tired of unnecessary payroll errors? Stop them in their tracks. With Paycom, employees do their own payroll. They're able to identify errors and fix them before submission, right in the app, because no one can afford for payroll to be wrong. Not HR and payroll teams, not leaders, and definitely not employees. Shorted paychecks, timesheet corrections, unentered sick days, missing overtime hours and expense mistakes are, well, unnecessary for everyone. Manage the process to make payday right with Paycom. Learn more at paycom.com slash soundrise. That's paycom.com
0: slash soundrise. The best place to see stars is at home with Prime Video. Get everything included with Prime, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, starring Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. Rent or buy hits like Mean Girls, starring Renee Rapp. Or add-on channels like Max for the HBO original Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. You've never seen so many stars in one place. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership not required to rent or buy. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
2: One Thursday morning, several summers ago, I woke up and started scrolling through social media like so many of us do every morning. But what caught my eye that morning, though, was an article about how 100,000 people in Detroit were about to have to live without running water because they couldn't afford their water bills. And people have been living with this issue for a while, and to get by, they were doing everything from collecting rainwater in barrels to walking to relatives' houses to take showers every few days. And much worse, sometime later, I learned that a lot of people were actually losing custody of their kids because they couldn't afford to pay their water bills, and instead of someone helping them, they just lost their kids. For many of them, their greatest transgression, you could argue, was that they were either elderly, disabled, had just been laid off, or worked jobs that simply didn't pay enough. And yes, I said jobs. And to me, how they were being treated, and the level of contempt shown to them, and how easy it was to simply deny them something that we all need to live, was disgusting. It's disgusting. But to me, this also felt personal, even though I have no direct family ties to Detroit. And here's why. Many of the people who were facing shutoffs were black. Many were also, like myself, black women. And Lord knows it's not the first time in the United States that black people have been denied basic human rights, like water. So to me, that created an overwhelming urge to do something, to help. I mean, I couldn't just read that and then go on about my day. Then it became a question of what can I, sitting in my pajamas, as one person at home actually do? Well, what, oh, oh, but, but wait, I'm a programmer and a heavy, heavy social media user. So I decided to tweet, to tweet what I was reading about, what I was seeing, how I felt to my online community of activists, politicians, startup founders and investors, some like yourselves, and other programmers, of course. And over the course of a few hours of back and forth about what to do, we resolved to do the simplest, most obvious thing that would help somebody in this situation. We decided to pay some water bills. To do that, I skipped work that day. I did not go to work that day. Um, And instead, I spent a few hours digging around on the water company's website. And I found something interesting that sort of jump-started what to do for people. For some reason, there was a 400-page PDF of customers on the website that the water company couldn't deliver their bills to through the mail. And some of these were delinquent accounts. But one of the things that was interesting about this list is that it also included account numbers for people. So you could just take one of those account numbers and at that time plug it into the website and see everything about that account. So I did that. And one of the things that was interesting, though, there was that I saw a make a payment button. So the idea then became, what if we... Got the account numbers of people that needed help and then made payments for them. So a few hours later, I built a website to find those people and start connecting them to people that needed help. And then I tweeted that. And to keep things simple, people who wanted to help simply would get instructions on how to log onto the utility's website as if they were the account holder and just make payments. And then once they had done that, they would send us the receipts, and we would send those to the families that had gotten the help. And empowered with those donations, with those payments, they were able to go to the water company and advocate for themselves and demand that their water be turned back on. And in doing that, that's how, in the first 40 or so days of doing this, we paid over $100,000 in water bills by just simply... Thank you. Thank you. By just simply sending people directly to the utility company's website to pay $5, $10, whatever they could afford. And I don't say that to brag, but instead to encourage you all to notice problems and to think about what is the simplest, most obvious thing you can do to impact that problem. So, first, what I'll also say that was true for us is that it should be abundantly clear that whatever you do doesn't actually have to be perfect. You don't have to do some big, overarching thing like a nonprofit, Because you won't have all the answers when you start. But what's beautiful about that is that you don't actually need to have all the answers to get started. And I will confess that if we had had all the answers, if we had known too much, we might have actually gotten started. So the next thing that's true is that when you put together and you start doing something that's imperfect, finished, it's not finished, people will see what you're doing and they'll want to join you. They'll want to get together with you to make what you're doing bigger, more impactful, more meaningful, but all in ways unique to themselves. For us, that was the city employees who answered our emails on weekends and then during the week drove people to appointments to get their water turned back on. It was the people in mutual aid groups and nonprofits that partnered with us to completely pay off the water bills for some families. It was the people who actually really made this work possible by giving $5, $10, $20, some of whom had been in this situation themselves a few years prior, where they couldn't afford their own bills, but they now could, so they were generous about it. It was the people who held bake sales to help people that they didn't know and would never meet. People will see you walking the walk, and they'll understand that that compassion is contagious. So I'd ask you in this moment, then, what is it that sends you down a rabbit hole of blog posts and news articles? What leaves you so disgusted and annoyed that you would rather skip work or class and work on that instead? What is that for you? So suppose, for example, you find out that the third graders at your old elementary school owe lunch money debt. What if the most obvious thing to do for them is to pay off that lunch money debt, sponsor some lunches, and then later on, go run for the local school board to push for systemic change around access to nutrition at school? That's just an idea. Now, you might hear this and say, that's nice, that's cute, but I don't really have time for that. Or... Most problems are too big to work on, so why bother? I'll say you're not unique in thinking that at all. But if we just stick with the idea of doing the smallest at first, the most obvious thing, and just think about for a second what do you have the time? What do you have the resources? What do you have the skills and the influence even to do to make happen? For me, I was a programmer with a whole day job, so I didn't actually initially have time to work on this all day either. But using the skills and the resources and the network that I did have, we built out the original website and then grew it from there. So the next somewhat obvious but I think hasty criticism that we sometimes hear is that what we did was just a Band-Aid. That whatever you end up doing is not going to be significant enough, it's not going to make a difference, it's, not gonna, it's too fleeting, of a thing to try to do to make a difference. But is it not that the purpose of a Band-Aid is to give an injury, a place where something has gone wrong, the opportunity to heal? And I'll say, no. Initially, we weren't going to solve the root of why people couldn't afford their water bills. And I'm not here to tell you either that benevolent strangers sitting at home in their pajamas are a proper substitute for systemic structural changes to issues. But what I will tell you, though, is that also our solution didn't attack the poverty, it didn't attack the unemployment, it didn't attack the bad public policy. Yes, bad public policy that enthusiastically punishes people who are poor, especially when they are black or brown. But what we did give people, yes, what we did give people in that moment is relief. So again, whatever you do, if it's small and if it's an obvious thing, it doesn't mean that your impact can't actually be durable and that you shouldn't try to do something. And I say that because today, we have helped over 5,000 people with water bill payments. Just from... Thank you. Thank you. Just from people, again, giving $5, $10, $50, whatever they can afford to contribute. And our ripples of compassion have actually gone even further. We got a major American city to start offering more compassionate assistance. We had a US member of Congress in their office reach out to get help for their constituents. We've had policymakers in three different states that we were able to help using our data, our knowledge, our experience, to understand what's happening around water affordability in their districts. We've also been able to partner with other nonprofits and mutual aid groups to keep families from facing eviction and homelessness over their water bills. We've also been able to help families avoid facing the threat of losing their kids. I also now do this work full-time with the goal of helping utilities understand how to make water more affordable, make water more of a human right, so that people also don't fall behind on their bills in the first place. Legendary comedian Lily Tomlin once said, I always wondered why somebody wouldn't do something about that. Then I realized I was somebody. So you don't even actually have to be a programmer to make a difference, or even do what I did. You just have to be like Lily said, to be somebody. Somebody who sees a thing that can be fixed, can be impacted. And do that. Do something. Thank you. If there's a
0: surefire way to wake up feeling fresh after a night of enjoying alcohol, it's with Zebiotics. Zebiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works: When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. Go to zbiotics.com/tedtech to get 15% off your first order when you use tedtech at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbioticscom Tech Ted Tech, and use the code TEDtech at checkout for fifteen percent off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times
1: All right, That's our show. Thanks for listening. Ted Tech is part of the Ted Audio Collective. This episode was produced by Nina Lawrence, who also wrote it with me, Sherelle Dorsey. Our editor is Alejandra Salazar. And the show is fact-checked by Julia Dickerson. Special thanks to Farah DeGrunge. If you're enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe and leave us a review so other people can find us too. I'm Sherelle Dorsey. Let's keep digging into the future. Join me next week for more.